Anders Ericsson, he, he, he had this 10,000-hour rule, and, and the rule was made popular thanks to Malcolm Gladwell's book, Outliers. And Ericsson's 10,000-hour rule is this. It's, it's the idea that to become world-class at something, one has to practice 10,000 hours. And it's not just practice, it's deliberate practice, specific practice on key components or techniques. And we grew, we grew up, right, here in practice makes perfect. Vince Lombardi said practice doesn't make perfect. He said that, that perfect practice makes perfect. And there's all these kind of catchphrases that, that are hurled up about practice. So we do. Athletes practice the, the mechanics, the form, the technique, the rope memorization. Uh, doctors have a practice. Attorneys practice law. Salespeople have, have, have to practice. They have to practice overcoming objections, presenting their, uh, their, their product, following up, uh, maintaining that consistency. We, we all practice at something. And sometimes it's in the weight room, and, and sometimes it's, it's in a relationship, whether it's, whether it's building a relationship, a more productive relationship, or, or just being more relational. I mean, hell, meditation is a practice. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So you get my point. We all practice something or, or some things. And we'd all agree that in order to be the, at the top, it's all about the reps, right? It's all about the practice. So you practice to gain an advantage, to move up, to, to move up in a company, to become a, a managing partner, to, to have a better jump shot or a better golf score. We practice in almost every area of our lives. But do you practice getting dumped? Do you practice getting, getting passed over, divorced, bankrupt, evicted? Do you practice your, your, when your kid gets locked up? Do, do, you, do you practice getting insulted or stabbed in the back or, or have, a, have to have a, a, a long-term sickness? Now, I'm not saying that you, that you throw yourself in some drama or get yourself in some real shit. I, I'm not saying that you hope for it either. What I'm saying is, is this, is when you find yourself in the thick, in the dark, low spots, when you feel that you're bottomed out, what are you practicing? And generally, we, when something disastrous happens, we do one of two things, right? We, we either run from it to avoid it, or we practice uh, the, the, the very results we don't even want. You practice using, here's the thing, if you practice using a terrible form of a, of a, of a golf swing, then guess what? You're going to get terrible results. You can't control, because you, you're not going to be able to control your ball, and because your approach is all wrong. It's the same thing in life, man. It's the same thing with us. When things jump off, we practice using anger and resentment and, and all this maliciousness. We, we practice darkness in order to find light. And that's just in, impossible. It's just not going to happen. So we, we get on this crazy-ass loop. See, I've been a runner. So when, when, when something would go wrong, I ran. So when bankruptcy, for me, it loomed, what I did is, is, is I hit at work. I ran from it. I ran to work, hoping I could outrun the storm. It was impossible. It was a recession, and it ended up engulfing me. Uh, in, in relationships, instead of speaking up and voicing my displeasure or concerns, I didn't. I didn't speak up at all. I ran, and because I didn't stand up, what what happened is is and and didn't speak up. It, it built up resentment, and, and they they resented me for not speaking up for myself. Now there's others of us that that damn sure aren't about to run. That they stand in and fight. Oh yeah, hoping to get the last lick in or, or last say so in. But I mean, there's there's all kind of ill practices that we do. But whether you're a runner or, or, or you're about about it kind of person, you, you, you got to practice through the storm.
Now, none of us are good at this. None of us are good at this because it's, it's not very often we have these life-altering moments. So it's really hard to get proficient at something that you don't really have a lot of practice doing. So when we do have to practice, then your form and what you do and how you practice, man, it's got to be strict. It's got to be tight. The doing part of it. And for me, what it meant is I had to practice not keeping things bottled up to, to, to turn and converse. Not everything has to be a confrontation. I thought of everything. If I spoke up, it had to be a confrontation. No, sometimes it's just it's not letting things build up and having a conversation of I don't like this. For others, you know, you got to practice. Stop, stop trying to get the last laugh or draw the last lick in and draw the first smile, the first smile of peace for yourself. And the way that we practice is through acceptance. And it doesn't mean you like it. See, people think acceptance is, oh, well, you just, it is what it is. No, acceptance is just acknowledgement. It's acknowledgement, not it is what it is and just let life run over me. No, it is. And now what? And so what you do is instead of instead of resisting life, you just flow with it. You, you use the resources that are readily available to bring a resolution while you walk in love the whole time. And dude, that's hard. I understand. It's hard when somebody continuously plots on you and continuously tries to come at you in certain ways and, and you gotta you gotta walk in love the whole time. No. But what happens is if you don't, then then you get trapped in these emotions. And when you get trapped, you, you, you get all bottled up and, and things get worse for you. You get stressed out, you can't sleep, you gain weight, you, you, you have poor performance not only with relationships, but also at work. You have all these things that 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 spiral out of control. See, we get trapped in these emotions because what we're trying to do is we're trying to control a certain outcome instead of, instead of just trying to bring closure and no further harm. That's what acceptance is. Just not making things any worse and bringing that closure about. Look, life will take care of everything else. Life will take care of the other person, but life will also take care of you as well. So practice, uh, the other part of practice also, and I love this with Ray Dalio's book that, that you hear me talk about a lot. One of his principles is, is, is uh, he has a formula, pain plus reflection equals progress. So when you have a pain point, find the reflection in that. So here's the pain. What's the reflection? And the reflection is not, hey, I should have I poured gas here. I should have thrown, thrown a left, uh, left hook here. No, it's, it's finding the signs and the lessons, things that you could have done different in a positive manner, things that you shouldn't have done or shouldn't have said or, or should have done better. It's using that reflection to, to bring about wisdom. And when you bring about wisdom, then you can start progressing out. Sure, it'll be slow. There it is slow, but progress is slow at times. But it's better than being stuck for, for a decade, uh, stuck and trapped in these, in these, these, these pockets of emotions. Look, practice, man. Practice, practice, practice. Practice. That makes your practice. Remember, no matter what happens in life, life is all about practice and life is all about negotiation. And remember this, the greatest sale that you're ever going to make is to sell you on you because you're more than enough. Thanks for tuning in to The Sales Life. I'm Marsh Bice and I'll see you on the blacktop.